you have found yourself somehow, someway, trapped in a void where you must listen to the Is Told by Reese podcast. Nope, actually, that's a lie. You can just simply press pause or off or skip or throw your phone across the room, throw your laptop on the floor, just walk away, stop listening, take your headphones off. There's many things you can do, but let's pretend you are trapped in a void. And that void is somehow listening to my voice for the next, mm, I don't know how many minutes. I don't know what I just said. I tried to say I don't know how many minutes, but it came out, I don't know how many minutes. That happens a lot on this podcast, where my mind says one thing, but sometimes my lips say another. They kind of get jumbled. And through that jumbling, sometimes I cut it out, sometimes I don't. Because, hey, you gotta know how I sound in real life. And this is how I sound in real life, which is funny, because how I'm sounding to you into this microphone is not how I hear myself inside my head. So anytime I hear my voice, I'm like, ugh, is that really my voice? Do I really sound like that? Why am I such a, what, oh wait, we're getting off track here. This is episode 24 of the Is Told by Reese podcast. And I think it's going to be a good one today. I think it's going to be a good one. I'm very excited for this one because, well, I think we should get into the podcast for that. So let's get this episode started. Let's cue the music a little bit more and then go right in. What do you say about that? Sounds good to you? All right, let's go. Here is some groundbreaking, earth-shattering news that I have to share with you today. You've never heard it before, you won't hear it again. You've never heard it from anyone else but me right now. Because I have all the answers in life and also other places. Which is actually a lie. I don't have any of the answers. But I like to think I do. At least I pretend so on TV. Wait, I'm not on TV, you say? Well, shows what you know. Well, actually, I'm not, so I guess you know that one right. But anyway, here's something you might find interesting. Well, actually, nobody likes the well-actually guy slash girl. Slash whatever your pronoun is of choice. I respect options. You should too. But this is universal. It's something that everyone agrees on, even if you don't think so. No one respects the well-actually person. Not even the well-actually person. And why? Because when the well-actually person gets well-actually, they lose their minds. Let me back up a little bit. Why do I say no one likes the well-actually person? Here's the thing, right? I'm sure a lot of the well-actually crowd is actually well-meaning. But, well, actually, it's a bit condescending and annoying. Well-actually. See, right there, let me ask you, right then and there, when I kept using that phrase, what did you feel? You felt an overwhelming urge to punch me in my face and then run me over with a car because that was annoying. And that is the problem of the well-actually crowd. It's very annoying, no matter where it comes from. And here's why. Because that phrase is one of the three big offender phrases I like to say, or I like to call them. The well-actually, the no offense, and the I'm just saying crowd, among other variations of that. It's 
you have this opinion or this thought that you must share no matter what, or obviously your head's going to explode because that must be the only reason why you want to share this thing that's in your, if it's to enlighten, I think there's better ways to enlighten someone during a conversation, a discussion or anything, but usually, well, actually is used in condescension one way or the other, or in mansplaining, or in man shaming, or woman shaming. It's never, it's usually never a good thing coming after the well, actually, because you have to, you might have good intentions. You might have pure intentions. You might have great intentions, but consider the receiver of that and consider when you're doing it. Are you giving them a well, actually, in front of a group of other people, thereby trying to expose and embarrass them? Even if you're not trying to do that, what do you hope to gain by well, actually, them? I've been a well, actually, you're. And I've been well actually, and it's never in a great setting. But why does the phrase well actually evoke such strong emotion? Why? I conjecture that usually it's because you know some BS is coming after the well actually. They're going to say, well, I'm going to either ignore everything you said or take everything you just said and use it against you to in some sort of point counterpoint measure or I'm going to try and find the one or two things wrong. I feel that is wrong with what you said. And I'm going to combat them and combat them until you are blue in the face. It's well, actually, it's never like, well, actually, that's an amazing top on you. And you're beautiful. And here's a million dollars. That never happens. But if it does, my cash app is dollar symbol Reese.com. If you just want to give me a million dollars, I would actually absolutely accept that. If you want a visual representation of the well actually symbol, like the, the well actually to its to its final form, all you have to do is Google or web search, as the kids call it. The kids don't call it at all. But just look up a little American uh, adaptation of a British television show called The Office. Just Google Oscar well actually and be prepared to be annoyed for a couple of minutes. And you're like, oh, that's what it is. Because the well actually is a prop. It's to make someone, a lot of times, a lot of times, not all the time, but a significant amount of the time, let's just call it all the time, it is used as a prop for someone to appear smart or, hey, I'm a foremost expert on everything and I have an opinion here or I'm about to lecture you for the next 10 minutes. I'm losing an argument. I have a smart mouth. I am wordy, I am nerdy, but not in that good, cool TV way, but in that really, 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 I'm just annoying way. And I say this as a card-carrying member of the Well Actually community, trying to be reformed, but even when I'm doing it, or have done it, when I've been able to really look at myself and think about it, I'm like, man, that's annoying, you are annoying, please shut up right now. And that's talking to myself in the moment, like, ooh. Man, why does anyone want to be friends with you? Like, why do you have to have an opinion on everything? Why do you have to have a stated opinion on everything? You don't. You do not. And that is why you have a podcast. But I had to let you know. I couldn't let you go around in life not knowing that no one likes the well-actually person. 
not even them. Not even yourself. Because if you are one of those well-actually people, how do you feel when someone else does it to you? You feel challenged, like your intelligence or your, your very humanity is challenged. And why? I personally think it has a lot to do with how we tie in our sense of self-worth into our opinions, as in we are our opinions, not our opinions are a part of us. So if someone invalidates our opinions, therefore we're invalidated, therefore we're lesser than, therefore we don't. Going to be honest with you, I don't know where that last therefore was going, so I just stopped it. Here's what I do feel, though. Um, Me, personally... I spent a long time believing in my own opinion, even if I didn't say it out loud. I would just let others have their opinions, et cetera, et cetera. And if I decided to engage with you, I would be coming for the jugular, et cetera, et cetera. And wow, what a loser <laughs> for me at that stage, because it was coming out of a place where I'm right, I know I'm right, and I'm going to show you why I'm right. I'm going to show you the charts and the graphs. I have the definitions. I have the anecdotal and statistical evidence with anything, and this is why this is the best cereal or something. It was just, it got to be a lot. It got to be too much. Opinions are like noses. Everybody's got one. Unless you're a skeleton. Then you have the outline of one, or you have the bone structure of one but it's no longer there you don't have the cartilage bro it's not my fault you're a skeleton but it's you know from winning arguments from winning debates and everything i used to get so caught up in that that was like a rush from your high or even even losing a debate but doing really well used to be great for me or because it would always sharpen iron but I learned long ago personally to divorce how I feel about myself from my opinion. Because you're not always going to win every argument. In fact, there's going to be a lot you might lose because someone's more persuasive than you or they have their synaptics, their synaptics are connecting a lot faster than yours that day or they have that one like salient point that's better than any of the points you brought up or et cetera, et cetera. You got out the wrong side of the bed that day. There's a lot of factors that go into not being able to win the day or win that particular discussion or anything like that. And it's not really about winning or losing. It's about a healthy exchange of ideas for me now when I get into discussions. Other than that, I can leave my opinion where it is personally. Now, with certain things, with certain serious things, I... (laughs) There, there can be, to me, there can be no middle ground, middle ground with certain serious, really serious things. But for a lot of the other things, it's, hey, you see it this way, I see it that way. Live and let live. We can both say what we feel without invalidating each other. And for me, that was a definite step in my evolution. It's still a step I'm, I'm, I'm taking squarely. Um, because as I found out, the older I get the less sure of the answers I have than I am. Which is weird. 18-year-old me would be like, who are you? Because 18-year-old me knew everything. Or he felt he knew everything. Funny thing is, 18-year-old me, probably up to that point, I I don't know if 18-year-old me had a year's worth of experience compared to 
20 some odd year old me. Yeah, it's even, it's night and day. It's night and day. So that 18 year old me that was ignorant because like, so confident because he doesn't know better versus the me that does know better. It's like, ooh, I don't know if I would have liked that kid. I probably would have punched him in the gut and told him, man, you probably need to be punched in the gut some more. But don't worry. Life decided, hey, you need to be punched in the gut some more. So that happened. But it's all good. Baby, baby. Now, on to some things I am going to give my opinion on because... I just spent the last few minutes talking about how bad that is, so I'm completely a hypocrite. The milk ads were a lie. Let me say that again. The milk ads were a lie. What am I talking about? You know what I'm talking about. Those milk ads where there'd be two people, usually one girl, one guy, or actually two girls, two guys. It's like, yeah, you think, and one was obviously smaller and punier than the other person the other person was like huge compared to them and like you don't like me now or you think i'm nothing now but guess what i'm drinking milk and i'm going to eventually be bigger taller stronger smarter better than you that's how it always end it would always end with some time lapses and whoever else was the other person will usually end up taller hotter stronger etc etc just all around just in a better position than the other person. <sighs> the key thing is milk is supposed to, you drink milk and you're supposed to grow big and strong with healthy bones and all this other stuff. The healthy bones might still be a thing, but it had nothing, absolutely, absolutely nothing to do with height. And looks, too. Let's be honest. <laughs> you drink a lot of milk, you're not necessarily going to become a supermodel. It just is what it is. But they did such a good job of selling the lie that it was like, whoa, man, if I drink milk, I'm going to be a Thor. I'm going to be tall with long hair and big muscles or long legs. And the person that ignored me now, I'll ignore them. They won't get a shot at me. And I drank a lot of milk. And all it did was give me gas. That's it. That is all it did. So I think I should be able to sue the milk company. The milk company. <laughs> the U.S. Dairy Association. Or whatever the name of the dairy association in the United States is. But I think all of us should sue them. Every last one of us. Especially the people that drank milk. Saw those commercials and drank milk because of those commercials. I know I'm not the only one out there. I know you're a victim of this too. So wait. Maybe I should get some victim music. Hold on. Hey there. Have you or someone you know and love been affected by these false milk ads? How long are we going to let big milk get the best of us, our parents, our children, our friends, our lovers, our secret lovers, our not-so-secret lovers, our Instagram crushes, our Twitter friends. How long are we going to let the menace of Big Milk take advantage of us? Today I say no more. Today I say we take a stand. And together, can fight big milk and win once and for all.
And how great would that have been for that to be the actual end of my podcast episode? I wish I had set it up a little better in the beginning, like set it up to be like, and I'm going to end on this or something like that, because then that would be a mic drop and I would just really end the episode and go away. But it's part of the learning process for me. It's all part of the learning process. Speaking of learning process, I got some very, 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 very crucial feedback on my podcast um, recently by I don't even want to call him a really good friend of mine just a spirit that is intertwined with mine and I appreciate them for all existence in eternity they know who they are um, and it was really 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 needed in my opinion like I didn't know I needed it till I got it and then I got it and I'm like ooh I like that now with, with all feedback, you don't do everything they say because, you know, you got to leave something else and you still got to leave room for growth, et cetera, et cetera. And you still got to try some things. Having said that, if anyone else has any type of feedback, please, please, please give it to me. I'm all ears. I am someone that can take criticism fairly well because I am... I'm serious about my art, but I also want to get better at it. So, I'm okay with taking feedback that may not be the greatest if it's going to lead to better work from me. You know what I mean? And I think part of it is due to me being more humble in my work than I've been in my opinion, period, per se, because I don't... I don't necessarily have a background in, in art. Like, I didn't go to school for it or anything or any of these mediums. So, if people want to help critique so I can better my craft, I'm all ears. Because it means they took the time to listen to it and really, really, really think about what can make this better. As in what they can enjoy more, what I can do to kind of convey things better etc etc so any and all feedback is welcome you can do that by leaving a review on any platform you listen to it also emailing us at i said us (laughs) it's just me it's just me for now emailing me at name of this podcast at gmail.com and I would love to read feedback. Maybe I could, if you start sending actual like written feedback, I might be able to read it on air. This is a podcast. It's not on air. It's not like I'm live. Not like I'm broadcasting. Anyway, this is going a bit longer than I intended to. Because the last two episodes were pretty long. Or maybe even the last three episodes, now that I think about it, were pretty long. But I'm going still. I'm going back to a shorter format for now, just because the longer episodes were always for data collection. Well, the 21st one was because I think you guys deserve that. 22nd and 3rd was for data collection. I collected the data that I think I needed to, and so now I'm going back to the shadow room for a little while. And by shadow room, I mean shorter podcasts, which was a suggestion. Aha! See. So, not that I'm going to completely abandon long format, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to mix it in every so often. But speaking of mixing in, I'll tell you about my attempts at virality for this past week. 
um, did a few of the social media things centered around this flash in the pan spur of the only thing. And all told, I think I got about 5,000 different impressions on it. And for me, that's good. It's It feels like something's building up to something. It, it went from 1,000 to 2,000, now 5,000. So I'm excited about what possibly be could this could be the origin story. Or it could just be, hey, for a moment, yeah, a few thousand people liked what you saw. What they saw. But it does let me to say, okay... I'm not a high volume content producer with that stuff. I am with my videos and I like to try to be with this with this podcast even though I haven't been, but uh essentially with the stuff and they they tend to be funnier. I'm like, mm, I want to stay true to my authentic comedy voice. I don't just want to be chasing the flash. But I don't see anything wrong with chasing the flash. It's just I don't know how effective I can be at it at the end of the day. So that's something I'm wrestling with right now. I'm probably going to make a video today and see how it goes. Yeah. So let me leave you with this thought. As we close out the day and at this moment the year, so to speak, whether you think you can or whether you think you can't. Either way, you are right. Or you could be completely wrong. Either way, it's okay. Thank you so much for listening to the As Told by Reese podcast, episode 24. I appreciate you spending time with me in my little corner of space. I do hope you come back next time. Thanks. And I'll talk to you later. Bye.